0: Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Wednesday, June third, twenty twenty. I'm one of your hosts, Blessing Adolphe Jr., and joining me is Mary to the Games, Gabe Patillo. Gabe, thank you so much for joining me. Man, hey,
1: thanks for having me, I Appreciate Dude, it. it's
0: awesome. It's awesome to have you back. Of course, we had you in February uh, as like kind of a random guest slot. You were in town. I hit you up, and you're like, and I was like, hey, just come on the show, and you came through, and it was a great time. Uh, and I gotta say, like, the response to having you on the show earlier in the
1: year has been incredible. Like, people love oh. you. Like, everybody Sweet. loves you. And so exactly. it's awesome, awesome, awesome to have you back. Well, I appreciate the the text. When you texted me the other day, I was like, oh, yeah, you move around stuff to do that. You know what i Oh, saying? yeah. Especially yeah. for what's going on this week.
0: Exactly. And I actually want to start with, with with that. This is a question I've been asking everybody who's who's been on this week. Because, of course, this week, uh, Kind of Funny has been having Black creators guests on Kind of Funny Games Daily mm-hmm. uh, in, in an effort to get Black voices out there and get Black voices heard uh, on shows, especially Black content creators. Because... Lord knows we need to be heard, heard more. Um, <laughs> a question I've been asking everybody, and the question I want to ask you is, how, are you, how have you been this last week? How's the last week been for you?
1: You know, it's, oh, man. That's a loaded question. You know, it's interesting. Yeah. So for me, personally, it's been a roller coaster, if I'm being completely honest. And I mean, I feel like I've gone from, like, sad to numb to frustrated. And then, like, I feel like I've fallen these last couple of days on hopeful almost which is weird so Mm -hmm. i live in the south and so racism (laughs) is nothing new to us down here um Mm -hmm. i'm in in an interracial marriage um i've got three interracial babies um and so conversations around our house are mainly this and then for the guy i work for on my regular job his name's toby mack and his whole thing has been about diversity his whole his whole career. And so this is probably 70% of what I talk about just on the regular. And so what was interesting this last week was obviously you see, you, you see all these deaths that have happened this year and it, it saddens you. Right. And then you see the pros testing happen and you're like, okay. And then, and then like my wife, especially she felt like she was getting guilted by other people, like if you don't say something, you part of the problem. She's like, well, you know, what, you know and she felt like she was getting guilted and this way and the other and that made me frustrated because i was like what what are y'all just getting here like well, what's going on you know I'm saying? that was yeah. the frustrated part of me kind of going on yeah um and then like you know as it goes and you're watching more and more people i remember hearing you talk about like seeing the kind of funny best friends like come together and donate and stuff like that and you start feeling like really hopeful for the whole situation you're like wait a second Kind of like this COVID and coronavirus thing has really sat us down and made us look in the mirror a little longer than I think we usually do during our busy in America lives. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that's, I feel like that's I've, so- I've run the gamut that's been such
0: an interesting thing about this conversation because i'm i'm totally with you as far as the roller coaster it's been and Mm -hmm. kind of feeling the hopeful side of it as far as seeing people on social media actually speak out and seeing people donate and seeing people rise to the cause but at the Mm -hmm. same time right like you mentioned like the in in this moment right seeing people guilted into saying something and it's Mm -hmm. one of those things where i'm with you as far as like this conversation is a conversation that's been ongoing my whole life because because <laughs> as people who are watching the video version of this of this show probably understand and know I'm black right like this mm-hmm. isn't like a new thing this isn't like a crazy thing mm-hmm. and so like I I'm all for people being outspoken and I think it is a it, it is a requirement as a human being that you be outspoken about injustice yes. and things like this yes yes, yes but yes, it's yes, also yes. like one of those things where I'm like in the, in the moment I don't necessarily guilt people for sp- like as far as like speaking out right now because. If anything, I want you to be speaking out at all times. Like I want I don't want that, I don't want this to be a week long thing for you, right? I don't want companies to right. be, be speaking out just this week and then be silent yeah. for the rest of their careers. Right. Like that's yeah. kind of how
1: I look at it. Yeah. And I've been talking about buddies and you know, just you know, as you know, as a leader of my own podcast, I feel like is like, okay, so how do we how do we approach this thing? And somebody said to me the other day, because I was getting really frustrated, and, you know, I kind of like went to Twitter and I was like we at Married to the Games, we, ah, delete, 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 delete. Yeah. Um, you know, the fellas here at Married to the Games, and I was getting really frustrated about, like, coming up with a statement, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, I was talking to a buddy about it, and he was like, well, I think what's happening is we get so wrapped up in making a point that we forget that we need to be trying to make a difference. So sometimes, yeah. like, you know, if you, you know, do whatever, whatever your thing is that you're, like, just do in the moment, sometimes it makes a great point. But how do we get... Locked up with each other and try to make a difference in the long haul, because this is not a sprint. This is a marathon. If we want something yep. to actually change more than just like this week is like what you're saying exactly uh
0: gabe before we continue the show uh, talk about married to the games because i know you talked about it when you're here at the original time and i know there are people there are people who are listening to this episode who probably didn't listen to that to that episode uh yeah. married to the games the kids wives
1: nine to fives tell us about it yeah baby it's a podcast we started about seven and a half years ago which is crazy we just celebrated our uh 400th episode a couple weeks ago and Congratulations. Uh, thank you buddy and so you guys um, didn't get to do that live did you no no, we've, we've I know been call, we've been calling it Voldemort on the on the just to keep away from like everybody's hard coronavirus and COVID-19 so much. We started calling it Voldemort. So because of Voldemort, we didn't get to have our every 100 episodes. We have a live get together and we had a theater booked and all this stuff. And people already bought tickets and bought plane flights from you know all around the country. You guys know how it is. And uh, and yeah, we didn't get to do it, man. So we're so disappointed, but we're hoping to do something later in the year when things, you know, feel a little better. Um, yep. Yeah. So, married to the games, man. We are—we're uh, four guys, all married. Two of us have kids, and like you said, the tagline is "kids, wives, and 9 to fives, But we're still married to the game. So, a lot like you guys, we're tackling the news and everything like that. And uh, we just wanted a place where, like, other husbands and wives could come and feel like, oh, this ain't just for kids. There's other grown folks out there playing video games, talking about, you know, what they love, what they don't love, and we just try to come at it from a, a super positive aspect. We're not trying to tear anybody down. Uh, super family friendly so you know you can listen to the listen in the car with your your grandma and your kids and stuff like that yeah uh, and so yeah man married to the games baby we're trying to do it yeah
0: and i can absolutely say that married to the games is the most positive yet most genuine podcast that i listen to right like yeah you guys You guys are absolutely out there uh, killing it. I know I, I, I've said this multiple times on kind of funny before, but I'll repeat it that like you know you guys are one of the original podcasts I started listening to like in that wave mm-hmm. of when I first discovered Beyond and Game Scoop mm-hmm. and Giant Bombcast. Mm-hmm. So you guys came right after that, right after that, right? And I and I got hooked uh, on listening to you guys because of how positive and because of how well, uh, how how good you guys are at doing this, at speaking at right. at, at uh, being part of the conversation. And so shout right. out to y'all. Highly recommend people check out Married to the Games. Uh, people can, of course, find you guys on YouTube or on podcast services, all that stuff. Yeah, um, how, can, how can people support you also if they want to support Married to the Games?
1: I mean, yeah, we've got a Patreon out there, man. Patreon.com slash MTTG. And uh, if you want to throw a dollar in the tip jar, we'd uh, greatly appreciate it. So uh, and I got to say to you, too, man, you've been a part of the community for a long time, homie. And we feel like, you know, uncles over here at Married to the Gays watching <laughs> freaking Blessing do his thing. So every Thanks, time man. we see your face pop up, it's so good to watch you grow um, and, uh, you know, doing the OK Beast thing and then and being here, man, it's, it's freaking dope. And then seeing you be able to host a week like this. How dope is that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Thanks, like, man. how dope is that? And so congratulations on all, these, all the success i appreciate that gabe
0: uh, but enough about that let's talk yeah. about uh nintendo speaking out sega getting into comedy and more because this is kind of funny games daily each and every week day at 10 a.m live right here on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games we run you through the nerdy news you need to know about if you're watching live you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kindoffunny.com you're wrong if you don't want to watch live you can watch later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames roosteeth.com or you can listen later on podcast services Around the globe by searching for "Kind of Funny Games" daily. To be a part of the show, head to Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games, where Bronze members or above get the uh, get to write in, uh, and Silver members or above get the show ad-free with the exclusive daily post-show uh, housekeeping. The Kind of Funny Showcase is back, uh, but. It's called The Guerrilla Collective. As you know, we've teamed up with our friends at the Media Indie Exchange to do a three-day showcase featuring nearly 90 games. It all kicks off this Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific time on twitch.tv slash collective. Um, and also, I'm, I'm adding this to, to housekeeping as I go because I didn't I didn't have this written down in the doc. But I want also want to shout out the Kind of Funny podcast over on youtube.com slash kindoffunny. Uh, it's available now and on your podcast services uh, of choice. Uh, kind of funny podcast we recorded this yesterday and it's up today uh it's it's me andy tim greg nick and we talk all about what's been going on the the past week i shared it on twitter and it's one of those things where uh usually the kind of funny podcast is, is is more comedy than anything usually it's more more laid back upbeat conversation uh this is one of those ones where we're talking about things and that need, that need to be talk, to be talked about uh and so go over there listen to it um and yeah have a good time enjoy it learn something
1: there you go take.
0: Thank you to our Patreon producers, Mohammed Mohammed, Momo, uh, Connor Nolan, uh, not Christopher Nolan, uh, and Blackjack. Uh, today we're brought to you by Brooklyn, and but I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin with what is and forever will be the Roper Report.
2: It's
0: time for some news. We have four stories today.
2: Uh, Baker's doesn't.
0: Starting with our number one, Sega announces the Game Gear Micro. I'm pulling this from Sam uh, Bifford at The Verge. Uh Sega has now revealed full details of its of its just announced Game Gear micro portable console. It turns out that the four color variants are different systems, each with four different games preloaded. No doubt mm. in an attempt to drive collectors to buy them all. And before I even continue, Gabe, have you been keeping all keeping up with all this? Have you seen this? Yeah, I saw that. Hey, here's the problem. These big old hands, Bishop.
1: These big old hands. Yeah. So I, you know,
0: we'll see. it's 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 interesting kevin in in the doc i have it highlighted if you can pull up the the picture i i have there but uh to continue continue with the article right here's what you get this can't be real right it's real it's absolutely real Kevin, kevin has it pulled up here right it's the second mini and it's it's I have the measurements here in the article, right? The hardware, the hardware itself is 80 millimeters by 43 millimeters by 20 millimeters, with a with a 1.15 inch display. And there's a there's a single mono speaker and a headphone jack. Um, it is the it is tiny, right? It fits in your thumbs essentially, and it's supposed to be it's supposed to be akin to the the uh, NES Classic or the SNES Classic or the PlayStation Classic. Uh, but this is a this is a classic for the Sega Game Gear, and yeah. it's it's ridiculously tiny. <laughs>
1: it is so small i was like what i wonder if they were like oh this would be hilarious or this is what people really want or we want it not to like take up too much room in your pocket like i was trying to even the design because the game gear was always so bulky so i didn't know if it was just like a play off that like you know when you hold (laughs) the game gear you felt like you were holding a tissue box you know what i'm saying you're like oh yeah let me play this game on this huge tissue box and so it was like and so this is like the exact opposite 1.15 inch screen yep (laughs) wild um yeah, that's did you
0: did you play the game gear back in the day yes yeah is this something that you want like are, are you looking forward to like a uh i guess a reiteration of the game gear and is this is are you fine with the if, with what we're getting here um
1: I, <laughs> nah man <laughs> i would have been asking for this but what i do like is the i like the colors Yep, I don't love that it's broken down into four games each. I would have liked yes. it to be on all the colors. So um, to
0: to break it down more for people, right? So mm-hmm. there there's four different color models. The the four different color models each come with four games. The black model comes with uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, Puyo Puyo Two, Outrun, and Royal Stone. The blue variant comes with Sonic Chaos, Gunstar Heroes, Sylvian Tail, and Baku Baku Animal. The yellow Game Gear micro has Shining Force, Gaiden, uh, Inside, Joshin no Kunihei. uh Good I, job. I buddy. Hope i i'm doing my best uh shining force the shining force the sword of hajia shining force gaiden final conflict and then nazo puyo aruru <laughs> noru that's the best i can do and i think i nailed it you, and then the, you're doing great. <laughs> the red version is preloaded with uh revelations the demon slayer megami tensei gaiden last bible special the the gg shinobi and columns and also like megami tensei gaiden the last bible special sounds like a video game generated name like it sounds like an ai an ai came up with a one
1: title but yeah
0: like to what you're saying right like the the broken up nature of it is fairly interesting
1: it's kind of weird but my kids are all into the buy this blind bag and open it up and collect this that and the other so i get that they're like they want people to just rush out and buy all four right off the gate you know put them up on the shelf and you'll have all the colors going on which i do like that I, you know what i'm saying but it's forced and so i don't love that part i like if they would have just put out four and you could go buy all four and they had all what is it 16 games or whatever um but yeah. hey you know it's <laughs> it's sega you know what i'm saying and so uh this is not to not be expected yeah. Uh the, the
0: article continues here, right? To give a little bit more, more context too, right? It charges over USB and you but you can also run it on two triple triple A batteries, which I don't know who's still buying AAA batteries, but I'm sure I'm and
1: hey, hey, for the controllers, I'm, man, for the remotes. Every yeah, time I'm sure if remote. you want
0: this I'm sure if you're if you're in the market for this, you might also be down to get the AAA batteries for like I'm the sake of sur- the sake of old school.
1: I'm just surprised that triple A batteries fit in this thing. Like it Plus, looks so small that that's even also triple AAA AAA <laughs> battery. Plus, what do you, what
2: do you got so against like? batteries? What the fuck's going on here?
1: I got triple A. Battery. I got some
0: C's. I got D's. What just make want? everything rechargeable. Look, like, they're right making here, this rechargeable right here. good, But just make everything rechargeable. I got this little guy.
2: You remember this Why? one? Why? Well, I don't know. I needed it for something. <laughs> for what? <laughs> I can't remember now, but I needed it. It's a 9 All All right? Yeah. Literally maybe your uh, smoke oil... alarm.
1: Yeah, smoke there you go. Sure. Smoke oh, alarm. Yeah. Well,
2: that's not true. Smoke the the alarm room... takes double A's. The only thing I'm just saying, batteries are great
0: only thing that i have in my room in my in the only thing that i own that that'll take those types of batteries like the double a batteries is my xbox controller like that's the thing that's the only yeah. thing that's left that's like the only thing that's like <laughs> holding on for dear hope of like no this is the future double a batteries <laughs> yeah uh to, to continue continue on even more right uh the article says here you may be wondering how exactly you're meant to play games on a 1.15 inch display which mm-hmm. makes the game boy macros two inch panel sound uh, huge by comparison well right. if you if you're willing to drop 250 dollars on a pack of all four consoles sega is including a mini version of its big window magnifying glass accessory which kevin had had up earlier but yeah that big thing that you attach not even big yes. i guess it's small by whatever the thing that you attach <laughs> to the smaller console is going to ah. magnify the games for you
1: it, which and, makes the whole and, thing sound like a joke but and also that's like they had back then kind of quirky you know what I'm saying? Back then, they had the the big, you know, we and I feel like the Game Boy had one with a light on it and everything like that that would light up the screen and magnify the screen, and so, which was you know, awesome. It's, Just a, it's on brand, it was at awesome. <laughs> it there ate you your battery, but it was there awesome. I remember
0: having yeah, you would have there to goes. like you plugged as, in it for as, the as Game throwback. Boy one. For the Game Boy 1, I just remember being in the back of my mom's car when we'd be driving uh, down the highway. It'd be one of those things where, like, the, the issue was if you wanted to play your Game Boy at nighttime while driving mm-hmm. in the back seat, you would have to, like, wait for the um, for like the lamppost, like, wait for your car to pass the lamppost. The street light. You're doing Yeah, the street light. Yeah, to see what you're doing in Pokemon Blue. And that, mag- that like, l- lit up magnifying glass for the Game Boy Color changed up the whole game. Right, like it, <laughs> yes, it, it right. changed things. But that was like a, that was a
2: revolution. What else? Bless. I had a, I had a, it had a, like a grip. The one that I had w- that
1: had batteries in it that were rechargeable. Really, that's, that's amazing.
2: awesome. Amazing, that's sick.
0: Dang that it. is amazing.
1: Yeah, I'll be interested to see how this takes in the in the wild. You know what I mean? I don't think it's gonna be like the NES classic or the SNES classic, where it's like you can't get them anywhere. I think you'll be able to find them, but I'm interested to see how how you- how it attaches
0: you are are you tempted at all to purchase one no no no
1: no 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 no.
0: i kind (laughs) of want to get the sonic one a little bit just a little bit
1: i've got three kids and so i can see me getting one for them to mess with but like my hands already cramp up on the joy cons you know what i'm saying like and this Mm -hmm. looks smaller than the joy cons is what it feels it feels like a joy con with a screen on it
0: yeah uh mark heath writes in here uh to patreon.com slash kind of funny games just like you can and says Hi. Yesterday I asked you guys about your thoughts on what S- Sega's revolutionary announcement could be, and I asked if you thought it could be a handheld c- uh, to compete with the Switch. Please throw out that <laughs> suggestion. <laughs> Sega has clearly punked me, punked me with their game gear for ants. Jokes aside, do you take this as a sign from Sega, reaffirming that they are not
1: interested in entering the console war? I mean, I don't think they're jumping back at consoles. No. Right. I mean, uh, obviously. And to my understanding, this isn't really their big announcement either. And is so it not? I heard that, no. What for? What I've read, it's their their fog arcade thing or their little their new cloud based thing is supposed to be the announcement. um I would have gotcha. thought this would have been it. um Yeah, but at first glance, that's what I assumed. I've been
0: seeing the fog stuff uh, go around, but mm-hmm. I didn't look too much into it. But that would make sense if this yeah. isn't their
1: big thing. Yeah. So I would be I'd be a little disappointed. But it's not like they gave us this big heads up and a, and a countdown. You know what I'm saying? They're just like, "Hey, big news coming soon." And you're like, "Okay, cool."
0: Yeah, if this was it. That'd yeah, be fine. I I have zero hope for Sega getting back into the console race. Like we <laughs> we joked earlier in the week about the rumor circulating about how Microsoft is going to partner with Sega to release the Sega Series X in Japan. That would actually be the Xbox Series X, which again sounds like. Something from the, from 1980s, like that. That sounds like a very old school method, but also at the mm-hmm. same time sounds kind of awesome. But also at the same time sounds very ridiculous. Um, I I don't think there's any sort of like case for Sega jumping back into the console race at this point, right? Like when you look nope. at Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, um, the the foothold the foot, foot there is strong. And even if you look at the companies that are trying to break in, like Google with Stadia, um, or even Amazon, like. It's, you're, you're looking at the biggest of the biggest tech companies that are trying to break in, and even they're having difficulty, right? Like, Google right. is having difficulty with Stadia. Uh, and Sega, as a video games company, like, of course, like, has, I guess, more experience in this specific field. But right. I, I think the other players just have too much uh, power, foothold,
1: and money. I think Sega would have to depend strictly on nostalgia. You know what I'm saying? For them to sell a console, that played other games it would have to be strictly off nostalgia alone they can't be like yeah hey we have a 4k 60 frame per second thing going on too it would be like okay i know and i'm a sega fan i bought all that dreamcast saturn you know what i'm saying all that stuff back then i loved sega but i wouldn't yeah. want them to do it
0: i i agree to you and i think sega is seeing a lot of success now with video games in general as far as, far as being a third party uh okay. company, right? Like you look mm-hmm. at Yakuza, you look at the success with that, and it's like, all right, cool. And you look at the other second properties that are doing doing well right now. Even Sonic that has had hits and misses, mostly misses, uh if yeah. you look, if you look at modern Sonic. I mean Sonic as a brand is still doing well, right? Like that's the that exactly. biggest video did game did movie really ever, well. right? Yeah. And so like they're not hurting. And like I don't you think know. a pivot to trying to break into um hardware in an in an actual like bigger way aside from cute things like this. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's on the table whatsoever for Sega. Me too. Story number two. Nintendo is reportedly double-matching employee donations to anti-racism causes. This is from Andy Robinson at Video Games Chronicle. The games industry has shown overwhelming support for the Black Lives Matter movement this week, with many companies pledging to donate large sums to black causes in a mark of support. Both PlayStation and Microsoft offered strongly worded support for for the anti-racism protests, uh, which have taken place across the world this week following the death of African-American George Floyd while in police custody. Nintendo of America released the following statement via Twitter this morning. And I'm pulling this from, from their Twitter and I'm reading it re- verbatim. It, it's a screenshot uh, that says this. Nintendo shares the pain felt in the United States after the tragic death of George Floyd. And we stand with the black community and all those who recognize our shared humanity and fundamental belief in equity and justice. We reject bias, exclusion, oppression, and the violence that leads these, to these completely unnecessary deaths we are committed to fostering equity inclusion and diversity in all aspects of our business and the work we do Uh, the article continues uh, according to uh, according to a now deleted tweet by a nintendo employee and i should also um uh, point out that this article is from yesterday and the the nintendo portion is an updated thing from today uh, and so like all this information i'm about to read is from yesterday and so i i things might have updated since then as far as like these other things um but to continue According to a now deleted tweet by a Nintendo employee, behind the scenes the organization has been has been double matching donations from employees to related causes, which lines up with its corporate corporate policy for charitable do- donations. Hmm. Nintendo also notably did not publish any content on its western social channels on tuesday which aligns with the Blackout tuesday movement adopted by many other companies and content creators several key nintendo employees including marketing veteran bill trennan uh, have also publicly publicly shown their support for the u.s protests uh gabe this is a thing that came up yesterday as a talking Mm -hmm. point between me and Khalif adams of spawn on me uh because there was a question uh somebody wrote in and, and they asked like hey you look around and you see playstation has said something microsoft has said something and all these different companies have said something nintendo has been noticeably silent in all this Mm. to which i think me and khalif had a really good conversation about it and khalif pointing out that like yeah like silence is something that you know we don't necessarily have to like attack them for being silent but it can be something that we we remember you know going going uh, going on in the future like that's something that we will rec- we'll recall as far as those that speak out and those that don't right and i very much mm-hmm. come at it also from the stance of like as far as companies speaking out and brands speaking out i don't really care about what nintendo has to say about uh <laughs> yeah. about uh violence uh, violence towards black people and about uh injustice and all these things unless there's action to it unless there's actual practical things that are happening mm-hmm. um or action that they're taking to make things right or make things better yeah. and mm-hmm. so As far as this statement, right? Like it's it's a it's a good statement. I'm glad they're saying something. Uh, The double matching as far as donations with employees, I think is is uh, good action that I'm 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 glad I'm glad that they're doing. Right? It's one of those things where it's. There's a Drake quote, and it's gonna come. It's gonna it's gonna be cheesy as I say it, but there's a Drake quote that has nothing to do with this topic. But I kind of like the spirit of it in general. As far as this, right? Where he says, uh, "Never late than better, but never late, but never late is better." Right. Like, yeah, as, yeah far as, right. as far as how this goes, right, like better late than never. But also, like, it took y'all some time to get here, yeah, but I'm glad yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that they're here, though.
1: Yeah. Isn't that interesting that a day is some time nowadays, yeah. like in the speed of the Internet? Um, and it's one of those things, too, that I, I struggle with because um, I'm totally agree with what you're saying. Right. I haven't been able to. Am I supposed to. Make a list. And then make sure like Ubisoft said something and make sure that like Gorilla said something, and you know what I'm saying? And so sometimes like we can get caught up in the like, why they didn't, you know. And so for Nintendo, being a company not based from here, I love that they said something, of course. And the double matching is really a bigger deal to me, but it's hard because say the double matching started four days ago like we don't know when that started so is it like just because they haven't shown us that they're doing something doesn't mean that they're not doing something yeah does that make I'm sense I'm with you and no, so i wouldn't want to jump on somebody's case for not doing something or saying something because you actually don't know but i think it's always good for a big company like nintendo or i don't know freaking walmart and sony and these guys to say something
0: yes yeah and that's why like i it's it's been an interesting thing to follow, specifically with the Nintendo side of it, because yeah, you mentioned like mm-hmm. they are like an international company, right? Specifically Japanese company, yeah. um, uh, more Japanese than like when you look at than Sony, Sony as a company, and, yeah, and, Microsoft. and like yeah. Microsoft, is like not at all a Japanese company, but mm-hmm. you, in a way, it's understandable why Microsoft and Sony uh, speak up before nintendo and then and, and yeah. they're at it quicker but like nintendo of america does exist these protests at this point are international right like there are videos yeah. of people in the uk in other countries speaking up which is and like amazing chanting, chanting black lives matter right and in the uk's yeah, case incredible. right the video was black, black lives matter which is like the <laughs> dopest thing ever yeah, I know. um so uh, sick but yeah like i'm 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 glad to see multiple now international organizations speak up and say something mm-hmm. um and yeah, like, I'll, I'll, and, I'll, leave it, I'll leave it at that.
1: And, and why, do, why don't we, you know, and as a people, we could look at it like they want to make sure they say the right thing instead of like maybe if they would have rushed out the gate and let the first person that runs their social media say something, it might have mm. been off putting. You know what I'm saying? So maybe they were being careful in their approach. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Like, You know, maybe a little credit could be given in that direction, especially since they're not a company from around here. For sure. Uh, speaking of uh, all these protests going on and,
0: and video game companies responding to them, uh, story number three, Cyberpunk 2077's Night, Night City Wire event has been delayed. Uh, this is from Stephanie Nunley, and I did not take down the website. Uh, and so I'm typing her name into Google to see if VG247. <laughs> <Who that is? laughs> yeah, oh, um, I believe this is VG247, Stephanie Nunnally, uh, who writes, the new look at Cyberpunk 2077 has been delayed to June 25th. CD Projekt Red announced today it has moved and this is yesterday right after the show actually. Uh CD Projekt Red announced it has moved its Cyberpunk 2077 stream to June 25th after originally being planned for June 11th. The delay was noted via the games company the games uh the, the games official Twitter account. Uh this is the tweet right here, right? This is from @cyberpunk mm-hmm. cyberpunk game. We decided to move Night City Wire to June, fi- June 25th. Uh, We still look forward to sharing new information about Cyberpunk 2077, but more important discussions are happening right now, and we want them to be heard. We wholeheartedly stand against racism, intolerance, and violence. Uh, Black Lives Matter. The article continues, during the stream, we uh, we expect a new look at gameplay and possibly the developers' plans for DLC, which, according to the company's last call to investors, will be similar in scope to what was released for The Witcher 3. The company said during the call add-ons uh, uh, will be revealed ahead of the game's launch. Uh, we'll, we'll have to wait and see what CD Projekt Red has in store for us toward the end of the month.
1: Gabe. Yeah, yes. I assume you're excited for Cyberpunk. I, I mean, that game looks incredible. I love The Witcher 3. Now, I played the mess out of it. And I, I got so sidetracked with Gwent, I barely could play the rest of the game. <laughs> that little card game that oh, they yeah. had in it that was me too um, I, pay, yeah. I pretty
0: much played the witcher 3 like it was like a duelist kingdom simulator which is the yeah. usual reference but like <laughs> legit i exactly. i probably played more gwent in the witcher 3 than i played the yeah, actual game than
1: anything else yes um and so yeah i'm super excited for cyberpunk and i think that everybody's taking you know a page out of the same book here you know sony did this with obviously tomorrow they were gonna do the ps5 you know stuff and they're not doing that now and so um yeah i think everybody's this is this is the right decision to make i think especially just culturally um but yeah i i can't wait to see more of this game this is one of those games that i'll just like ingest 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 until it, so it comes out which is different from the last of us i will not yeah. watch anything on last of us part two but i will take in everything that cyberpunk's got for me right now so for 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 clarity right you don't
0: you're not currently playing the last of us part you two don't, you don't have the game yet no I I know reviewers and stuff got it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where 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 are you in like the 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 game of the year lead up right because we have we've gotten we've Woo! gotten final Fantasy VII remake we've gotten doom eternal yes. we've gotten some incredible games we got an animal crossing right uh, and on the <laughs> horizon we have the Us part two coming out we yeah. have um halo infinite and cyberpunk 2077 what is it like where, where's your head at as far as like where you think things are going to land for you specifically by the end of the year
1: man i can't oof it's hard man i mean you know me and you got on the on the track you know what i'm saying we oh, yeah. The oh yeah oh yeah totally me- I, I totally meant to re-
0: to reference that at the top of the show <laughs> yeah. but like along with being on kind of funny games daily earlier in the year uh you recently yeah. made an appearance on PL- ps i love you xoxo uh with our singing to shuhei uh song to end the show uh yeah. avalanche which had both me and you rapping on it rapping about yes. final fantasy
1: 7 remake right and so you got to remember final fantasy 7 remake for your boy was what i thought was never gonna happen and it's here and so that was going to be a hard one to beat just from a nostalgia and how bad I wanted it part, part of the thing. Yep. But last of us too, man, Ooh, the storytelling they do over there at Naughty Dog is ridiculous. And so, I mean, it's going to be right up there for me. I don't know. It's yeah. going to be one of those, you know, it's going to be 2018 all over again. You know what I'm saying? 2018 yeah. was like, is it God of War? Is it Spider Man? Is it you know some of these other games that came? There was so many good games, and so I'm I'm down for the struggle. <laughs> I'm down yeah. for games are so good; it's hard to call which one's game of the year. So
0: yeah, we we're talking. We were talking about this actually before we we hit play on the show. Uh, before we we started recording, is that like I? So I've been replaying The Last of Us as a prepper for The Last of Us Part Two. Uh, mm. and we're recording. We're actually recording our uh, The Last of Us One spoiler cast. Uh, later today for kind of funny games cast which you can get nice. in uh, later on today if you're on patreon Sick. live um, But you can catch it later on youtube.com. So that's kind of funny games So what's up? What's up uh, should have
2: should have played it last week, huh? Oh Yeah, <laughs> Kevin, Damn. why did why haven't you played the last of us? I don't know. I have
1: it too. I think it's downloaded Play it. It's great. Like it's a it's great so game. Good. Yeah, just play the beginning just play the first like 45 minutes
0: Honestly, like even play the first 15 minutes and see how you feel about it, Kevin, because if, oh. you're, not hooked, if you're not hooked after the first 15 minutes, I'm I don't sure know. I'm sure I'll love it. Oh, yeah.
2: Well, but I'm just saying, do yourself like a it.
0: favor. I mean, there are people who aren't like too into it. But like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Kevin, I think it's for I you. I think it. you specifically will love it. Hmm. Um, but yeah, we were talking about it earlier uh, uh, earlier today. And because I've been replaying it for the spoiler cast and to get uh, prep for the last part two, I well, I reached a point where I got halfway through the game. And because this week has been so busy and I've had so many things uh, uh, going on, I've not been able what to. Do you mean? The time. Uh, what do you mean? I, you, you know, just things have been going on. Um, you know, I've not necessarily have gotten to, to finish the game. Uh, the way I wanted to, as far as like the replay has, has gone. And so I ended up watching the cutscenes. Um, and I watched the, the, the winter chapter uh, last night. And I'm about to finish watching the cutscenes again. Um, uh, not again, but I'm, fi- I'm going to finish the rest of the game today as far as watching the cutscenes just so I can get, get caught up for the spoiler cast. But like going back to it and one replaying it, but now like re experiencing that, that winter chapter. Doggone it. Dear Lord. Like. <laughs> I know. I forgot how, that how good that chapter was, and it's been With one of those that- things where, as like as I've been replaying it, I'm like, all right, like this this is definitely like a 2013 game in some ways. I'm starting to see ways in which like started to to age, and like you know, I like some parts of it aren't as aren't as amazing as I remember, but like it's mm-hmm. still an incredible game. And re-experiencing that winter chapter was the thing that made me go like, oh yeah, like they did this, <laughs> yeah. like they they totally knocked
1: this uh, this one out of the park. You know, but the little things that always jumped out to me because it was twenty thirteen and because I hadn't seen a lot like a lot of those things yet, is like when they would be crouched and walking and Ellie would be right next to Joel and you see him put his hand on the wall as they like walk past. I was like, it's just those little touches that you're like, Yeah, this is 2013, but this is the future as well. Like games will look at this game, be like, What did they do? Yeah, we need to make sure we do that. What okay, let me make sure they do that. You know what I'm saying? I feel like they they helped uh invigorate the like kind of the dual thing of like you know and then we saw it in god of war with kratos and his son you know what i'm saying yeah. you kind of saw that like you know not buddy cop but you know what i'm saying that like dual people yeah. but you only play one and, but the other one's helping kind of <laughs> yeah love
2: like it. a comp- oh, companionship
0: a kind of thing yeah yeah uh what oh. a game story Number four, our last news story of today, I believe. Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield, Isle of Armor gets new details. This is from Jordan Allman at IGN. Before I even get to the story, uh, um, uh, Gabe, are you a Pokemon person at all? Uh, no, no. I are your kids be, into Pokemon at was. all? Yes, my kids love Pokemon. All right, this this, this is a trend this week because Paris, uh, who was on the show on Monday, uh, this Pokemon stuff came up with him too, and he was like, "My kids love it. I, it's not my. It's not necessarily my whole jam, but my kids yeah, love it. it." Missed
1: me. It missed me.
0: Uh, to get into the story, though, the Pokemon Company has revealed a new trailer for the entire expansion pass, uh, giving us a better look at the new features coming, coming to the game with the two DLC packs, the Isle of Armor and the Crown Tundra. Aside from the release, uh, release date, June 17th, we are also introduced to two, two new Pokemon from, and I don't know how to pronounce this, so I'm going to butcher it either way. It's either Reggie or Regi or Reggie. I'm not going to, it's R E G I. I'm going to say Reggie for the of, sake of this article. Just
1: because of Fiza May, I want it to be Reggie. Because I love. I'm gonna say, You know let's what? Guys, let's yes. stick with Reggie. I'm gonna stick to, stick with Reggie for for that sake. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah,
0: two new Pokemon from the Reggie family. Reg- <laughs> I love that. I love it uh, from the Reggie May family. Reggie Leak. <laughs> Le- Reggie Le- Reggie I'm gonna say Reggie, Le- Reggie, Le- Reggie Le- uh, which is an electric type, and Reggie Drago, a dragon type we're also introduced to galarian Slowbro, a poison slash psychic type with a new move shell sidearm which is unique to its form mm. we also learn more about the galarian forms of the original legendary birds that were introduced to, uh that we were introduced to earlier this year galarian articuno is psychic slash flying galarian zapdos is is, fly- is fighting slash flying and galarian Moltres is dark slash flying the olive armor will bring gigantamax forms forms of all three final evolution starter Pokemon, Rillaboom, Cinderace, and Intellion, uh, adding powerful new G-Max moves to their skill set. You can check out the new Gigantamax forms in our Pokemon Sword and Shield wiki. The Isle of Armor will also add in Pokemon that did not appear in the main game, such as Azuril and Chansey. A series of new Pokemon will also be brought uh, to the game across the expansion pass, including new legendaries such as Kubfu, Urshifu, and Calyrex.
1: Gabe, how many of those words did you understand? <laughs> I was about to say, all these stories, you chose the hardest words for all the stories today. Oh, it yeah. It was like, um, oh, yeah. You know, so for me, I started my kids on that. What was it called? It was the free game on Switch that was like, and everybody was like cubed. Oh, like, Pokemon Quest, I believe. Yeah, something like that. And so we played the mess out of that. I'm talking about every day. And so we're collecting Pokemon and fighting against Pokemon. And then they got into the show. And so they've watched like the whole series of the first show. They love it. And I never really got into the games, but it's been really fun kind of being an outlier and understanding some Pokemon lingo just from the show and from playing Pokemon Quest.
0: Have you Have you gotten into Pokemon Go at all? Because I know that's like a game that a lot of families uh, play together because it has oh. that, uh, that
1: explore explorability mm-hmm. kind of element to it when it first came out i was big into it and i loved it because it felt like the whole world was playing it and so just being involved in the pokemon go thing and seeing people walk around just kind of staring down at their phones and walking into light posts and stuff like that was the best i loved pokemon go
0: i saw a tweet somewhere that that said uh animal crossing they like the animal crossing movement during uh uh 19 and in lockdown everybody mm-hmm. staying at home the mm-hmm. animal crossing movement is like this year's version of that Pokemon, <laughs> Pokemon Go summer where everybody yeah where everybody was outside like the opposite <laughs> of that. Which yeah. I I think is the funniest thing ever. Cause I, I, I do remember vividly Pokemon Go uh mm. coming out and it feeling like it's it was changing the world. Uh I remember going to right? the park that week and, and looking around and being like, yo, everybody
1: is out. Everybody is like all about this thing. It's wild. Yes. Oh, it's so crazy. I loved it. You know, just as somebody who loves games. I love that everybody was playing a game. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: No, oh, yeah no for sure uh, as far as as far as this dlc the main thing that kind of sticks out to me and i'm gonna get like a tiny bit nerdy is the mm-hmm. <laughs> galarian zapdos being a fighting slash slash flying type that sounds dope right as somebody who <laughs> from the original games like zapdos is probably my favorite legendary pokemon because oh, i love the design like yes. zapdos looks incredible and so yes. if you're telling me that a galarian version of zapdos is going to be a fighting type like Instead of a um uh, an electric type, like fighting type it. Pokemon are also like fighting type Pokemon might also be my favorite type of Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't use them often because I feel like they're not as they're not they're not as useful as I like to like them to be in in a lot of situations. Sure. I do love them stylistically. Like Hitmonlee is like one of my favorite Pokemon ever. Also totally. Um, and so like a, a fighting type as uh, for Zapdos sounds pretty dope to me. And like all this stuff like sounds like good additions as far as. What, how Pokemon is concerned, right? Like, Pokemon is a as a game that, when you look at Pokemon post-launch content, that usually comes in the form of a new game, right? Know, like, like, that usually comes mm-hmm. in the form of, um, you look at Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire, and then you got Emerald mm-hmm. as, like, the post-launch content. Um, mm-hmm. Same with quite a few of the Pokemon generations. Seeing them actually tackle DLC packs and DLC expansions like this, and seeing the fact that there's more to come later in the year uh, along with this one coming june 17th i think is really cool um mm-hmm. i'm very curious to see if they're able to nail it because when it comes to nintendo i don't necessarily have the utmost faith faith with them <laughs> when it comes to post-launch content mm-hmm. um but i'm hoping that this isn't this isn't the case uh like we've seen in a few of their other games
1: yeah and you know i've i feel like i've we're, I'm not used to them even doing DLC, you know what I'm saying? But like, as we saw with Smash Ultimate and them doing the fighters packs and everything like that, you know, I think if you dip your toe in the water, yeah, you're not going to get it probably right every single time, but at least they're moving in the right direction.
0: Yeah. And Smash Smash Ultimate, I think, is definitely an example of them doing it right. I think mm-hmm. Animal Crossing, as far as I mean, as far as what they're they're roadmap is and them communicating the roadmap as far as what the updates and what the future that game holds i think that mm-hmm. is pointing in the right direction even though i know people didn't love the easter event um mm-hmm. and like even like the stuff with with mario maker which i'm i have like kind of a love-hate relationship because um yeah. the content itself as far as the like the um the world maps uh and like adding in link as a playable character and doing all those things is awesome for mario maker but awesome the the the, ca- the cadence of of their mario maker updates is kind of where i where i was like oh man they could have done this better um as far as keeping that game alive uh, uh especially when you look at the original mario maker and how alive that game felt and how alive mm-hmm. that game was um um mainly through like audience and mainly through people playing it on twitch it felt like mario maker t was kind of underserved in, in that realm but mm-hmm. i'm hoping that this marks a continuing change right i am hoping yeah. that this marks like a continu- continuing evolution in terms of nintendo games because smash brothers nailed it uh animal crossing seems to be nailing it right and these are both recent ish games uh, i'm hoping to see pokemon continue to to nail it in that way
1: yeah and i think i want i want all things nintendo flagships to do well you know what i'm saying because yes. nintendo is the disney of the gaming world right and so like when disney nails it i'm just happy for them because they're so good at putting out such great content when when nintendo nails it i love it because yes they're behind as far as power and fps and this that and the other but they just bring great great content so when they nail it i love it
0: gabe i'm very excited to see what the future of nintendo and their post-launch content has in store but that future mm-hmm. is likely so far away. If I mm-hmm. want to know what's coming out to Mom and
1: Grop shops today, where would I look? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform, as listed by the kind of funny games daily show hosts each and every weekday.
0: Out today, we got awesome <sighs> P for Xbox One. Oh, <laughs> Kevin is still going. He's still going. <laughs> he's oh, he's done now. Uh, Depth oh. of Extinction for Xbox One enchantress for pc and i'm hoping it's enchantress because it might be misspelled on the the kotaku site that i pulled this from but it says Enchartress, which sounds like an <laughs> uncharted spinoff yeah. uh, but i'm gonna go with enchantress but maybe Enchartress depending on how that how that uh, uh, works out for pc quest for papa reloaded for pc uh kevin look up quest for papa reloaded i gotta know
1: <laughs> you just gotta see it
0: i gotta see it uh and then ferio shadowlands for pc mm. new dates circadian city is coming to steam early access on Ju- on july 24th the coma 2 vicious sisters arrives for ps4 and nintendo switch on june 19th master mirror the newest free expansion for gwent the Witcher card game is coming to pc ios and android on june 30th 2020 did you ever try out the actual gwent like game oh yeah i
1: downloaded on the pc i downloaded it on my phone downloaded on the ipad
0: was it as good over. as it
1: was in in the witcher 3 game because i never got around to no, trying it i don't think no? so <laughs> But there's so much more surrounding The Witcher 3 one You know what I'm saying Like you had to go mm-hmm. beat this thing And then and then beat this guy in this bar someplace You know what I'm saying So when you take that away You know, so you don't feel like you're earning it as much as you did When you played Witcher 3
0: Yeah uh, Kevin has here Quest for Papa Reloaded uh, We're looking at it It looks like a top-down I don't know yeah, it looks, what this is Top-down cartoonish like the, style
1: Yeah, it's like uh, the, it Might be a shooter cell, cell animated
0: Oh, cell-shaded you
1: know? Yeah, cel shaded. Yeah, uh, cel shaded style. Like that, uh... um, you know, it's funny. I mean, that it looks kind of cool with that Sega stuff. Speaking of when they were like, "We got a huge announcement," I was like, "Ooh, come on, Jet Set Radio!" Oh, oh yeah, dude, me, this kind of got a, the same. A similar this does have yeah video. some
0: Jet Set Radio aesthetic aesthetic to it. It looks yeah, like a top colors, down. Greens. Honestly, this looks like what it's trying to be is a top down Borderlands. Yes, like yeah. If you look, style, you look at the style, you look at the shooting, look at you look at what's going on the the characters. Like this look looks like a top down Borderlands. I'm glad we looked this up. This looks. actually very interesting i don't know if it's good but it looks yeah a little twin stick shooter looks pretty cool uh gear club unlimited 2 tracks edition is excuse me is available for the nintendo switch in north america on august 25th and in europe on august on uh yeah on august 27th and then announced on twitter today bungie is revealing the next chapter of destiny 2 on june 9th at 9 a.m pacific Mm.
1: time gabe are you a destiny person at all i really was i loved destiny 1 and I liked Destiny 2, but I didn't play it near as much as Destiny 1. But I was, um, I was in it to win it, for sure.
0: Destiny is one of those games where, when Destiny 2 came out, I was very into it that month. Ooh, like, I was, very, I was extremely into it. I did the campaign. I was doing all the, all the content. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. beat the Callus the Dungeon, all that stuff. And I absolutely fell in love with it. And I just never came back after that first month. Like, Isn't I played that month weird? and just never came back.
1: Yeah, I feel and like that happened with a lot of people like the progression was almost too fast. Like people were complaining about the grinding of one and it feels like they were like, "Oh, you don't want to grind? Ah, okay, let's do it like this." And you're like, "Oh, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's way too easy now."
0: Yeah. Yeah, and that was the thing. I think at a certain point I was like, "Well, I've done what feels like is everything that matters." And then by yeah. the by the time like the the new substantial content came out, I was already on to the next one. I was already on to the next That's game. Crazy, uh, crazy. and I I tried to return to it recently with like the new um the the big expansion uh that came out after bungie went independent uh and they like did the whole free version of of destiny mm-hmm. and they did the whole revamp where uh you could like uh do your cross cross save i believe it's cross save either way i got my xbox data onto my ps4 data that's what counts um <laughs> i was able to i was able to i was able to do that uh and i jumped in with that big revamp and i started playing it and i was it was just one of those things where i was like this yeah. seems like a lot like, this seems like such an investment, and I just don't know if I have the time and energy to play a game that feels so huge, even though I absolutely love uh, it. Like, even though, like, the game is great. Like, I absolutely love Destiny 2. Mm-hmm. And so, I was so hyped there you for that.
1: Go. Oh, my gosh.
0: What, do you, do you, is there anything they could announce during this June 9th announcement that'll pull you back in?
1: You no, think? no, 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 no. 2020, 2020 from a gaming standpoint, I've, I feel like we have so much to look forward to. It'd be really hard to go back to Destiny 2. Mm. for me at this point
0: now it is time for reader mail you can write into patreon.com slash kind of funny games where you can get the show ad free and speaking of ads this episode of kind of funny games daily is brought to you by brook linen did you know that making small changes to your everyday life can lead to huge positive changes to your lifestyle the right towel turns a bathroom into a spa the right loungewear turns function into luxury the right bedding turns a bed into a retreat You know, you know, Brooklyn as the Internet's favorite sheets, but they're also home to bedding, lingerie, towels and more with over 50,000 five star reviews and counting. Kind of funny, kind of funny loves Brooklyn they their luxury Mm. products at a low price. And Tim Geddes, as you know, Tim Geddes, the homie, uh, loves that you can get the right colors to match his room. He also says that they're comfortable and you can always trust Tim Geddes. Brooklinen was the first direct-to-consumer bedding company. They work directly with manufacturers and directly with consumers. No middlemen, just a great product and service. All luxury products with, without the luxury markup, brooklinen.com is the perfect place to start making small changes that make big differences. Brooklinen is so confident in their products that all their sheets, comforters, loungewear, and towels come with a lifetime warranty. Go on, make yourself comfortable. Get 10% off with your first order and free shipping when you use the promo code GAMES only at Brooklyn.com. Brooklyn, everything you need to live your most comfortable life. Ooh. Gabe. Yeah. Gondor's Condor writes in patreon.com slash kind games <laughs> and says, Greetings, kind of funny. We are now at the point in these protests where companies are putting out official statements on this country's systemic racism. Are there any companies who especially feel knocked it out of the park? Uh, and on the other end, do you feel any other any do you feel any company, especially Whiffed? Thanks for all you do. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Gabe, I yeah. I it's been interesting seeing all the all the different companies put out statements. I'm be honest, I didn't read most of them. I for the <laughs> yeah. most part, I'm like I'm 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 glad to see you're with the cause, yeah. but I'm you, like you it's something. it's not necessarily my job to like go and read every single company <laughs> statement. That said. Yeah, there's one. There's one statement I do want to highlight within the games industry that I really like. It's from hum- mm. Humble Bundle, and this is what I'm talking about. When I've talked on the podcast this week, that statements are kind of easy. You know, as far as saying like racism is bad, cool, we all agree, right? Like mm-hmm. black or uh, cops shouldn't murder people, we all agree, right? Like, you, like <laughs> there, there, are, there, are, there are easy statements to say. uh For me, what matters is action. I want to point to the Humble Bundle statement here. Because I think this pretty much signifies what I mean, right? Humble Bundle, uh, at Humble on Twitter, uh, released this statement uh, at 10 a.m. yesterday, it looks like. They said this. We stand in solidarity to condemn racism and violence against the Black community. Humble believes in empowering and uniting Black communities, or uniting communities uh, through gaming, and will leverage our platform to help achieve racial equity everywhere. Today, we are announcing a $1 million fund dedicated to helping publish games by Black developers. We will have more wow. updates about the fund and other ways we other ways we are actively supporting organizations soon. In the meantime, the Humble community has always supported worthwhile causes in times of need, uh, so please consider donating to the NAACP Legal Defense Fund or Race Forward, a hashtag Black Lives Matter. And that's what I'm talking about, right? As far yep. as, like, doing something practical and as far as, like, as far as doing doing something in your neighborhood, right? Like, Humble Bundle is a company that is, like, involved with video games, and they're a big company. And so the mm-hmm. fact that they're able to allocate this money to making the video game space a better space uh, for all of us, right? But, but, like, especially for black folks who are seeing, seeing greater um, disparities than others. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think this is a good move. And for me, this is the statement that I point to is one that I really liked. Also that Ben and Jerry's statement was incredible. And we talked about that's, that on a kind of play podcast that you should listen that's,
1: to. That's what I was going to say. I was like, yeah. Ben and Jerry's, it was, it was like they teed it up, boy. They would pow knock that thing out of the park. I love, you know, on their, on their, on Ben and com, you can go to it and check it out. You know, we must dismantle white supremacy and says silence is not an option. And they laid it out. And I I thought their statement and I, I don't know if it's because I thought their statement was so good or it was just so unexpected for me mm-hmm. that Ben and Jerry's, you know, freaking brought the pain on that. Um, I, it, I think it's the fact that they... They said literally all the right, th- all the right things,
0: <laughs> right? And God. coming at it, and a part of it is that it, and it comes from Ben Ben and Jerry's, and like if you look up Ben and Jerry's, they do have a history of being outspoken and like right, uh, uh, actually like being involved in cases like this. Um, but like the statement itself is such a one. It's 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 deep. I, I recommend everybody go to uh, or find it. Ben and Jerry's dot com. I guess I don't know. Go Yo, find it. Sure. it. I'll, I'll throw the it. link in the yeah. chat
2: right now, and I'll yeah, put it link in the, in the, in the, the comments. The but like time codes, the, the place where yeah, I put notes. in the time codes, there For, boom,
0: there you go. Um, but it, it's one of those things where they made a whole blog post and it's a little bit long, but I think all of it points in the right direction of what we're getting at with everything mm-hmm. that's going on right now <laughs> and what the protests are, right? Like, mm-hmm. are you okay over there, Kevin? Did somebody die? Is your Roomba <laughs> so, acting up?
2: Everyone's fine. Somebody may have spilled oh, no. milk, but nobody's crying about it. So it's, it's fine. <laughs> That's perfect. Uh, real um, quick, uh, uh, this Ben and Jerry's thing. It's its the first thing I've seen that has, like, hey, these are the things that need change. This is what we're yes. throwing out as an option. And that yes. is so, so impressive. Because, yeah, and it's like, fuck, I can stand behind these. Like, these four things that they're that they they're throwing out there, like, we should figure out a way to unify and push for these. And if anyone mm-hmm. wants to throw a fifth or sixth thing in there, that's fine. But all I'm saying <laughs> is, like, it's cool that, like, these here are points and like, fuck, those make a lot of goddamn sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. here are the here are the steps
0: to take to remedy everything we're going through right now. And, and they and they they expressed it boldly. They weren't af- they weren't afraid to like they, they didn't want to beat around the bush in that statement at all. they were That's very right. direct as far as saying like, yo, white white supremacy is a problem and it fucking sucks. uh, mm-hmm. And it is affecting policing in this country. And we need to put a stop to it. And the way the the, the steps that that they laid out in their statement uh i think are speak to very uh practical ways in which we can be involved and also like like i in i don't want to spoil the whole kind of funny podcast but you know there are quite a few people out there that are putting out like very uh well well articulated very specific things that we can do to make things better uh Mm -hmm. in this country and those are those are you can seek that out right it's not hard to find those those aren't like lying under rocks There, there are ways to find uh, those resources to help you figure out what exactly are the steps that I can take individually uh, to make a change. And so yep.
1: there you go. And those, I, think, those, I think it is, you know, for like it. you're saying, it's, it's, this is a one-on-one thing, baby. This is not, yep. ain't nothing going to be solved by a blog post. Ain't nothing going to be solved by a song. Ain't nobody, nothing going to be solved even by a law. You know what I'm saying? This is like kneecap to kneecap, eyeball to eyeball conversations. And this is not a shot in the arm. You know what I mean? It's not like how Corona is going to, you know, go away. We can find a vaccine and vaccinate everybody from their racism. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's not how it's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? It's the, it's the long play, baby. But I think, I think uh, yeah, I love the way Ben and Jerry's laid it out here.
0: Now it is time to squad up. Blake writes in with a squad up on Xbox slash PC and says, Ahoy, with the release of Sea of Thieves on Steam today, I'm putting out a call to any kind of funny Sea Dogs that would like to give it a try. I've been playing for a few months and it has quickly become one of my favorites. I'd love to share what I know to help you on, to help you on your way uh, or team up for High Seas Adventure. Find me through Xbox, uh, Bear73TX, or on Discord, Bear73TX, uh, with the hashtag symbol, I guess, 8304. I know it's called pound, but hashtag people, more people know that at this point. Uh, but yeah, again, Discord, Bear73TX, hashtag 8304. Now it's time for one of them rotating segments. This time around, we have two rotating segments. I'm going to start with the first one. Uh, Gabe, a thing that I've been asking every guest this week that I've had on the show uh, is to give a shout-out. Is there a black voice in the industry that you'd like to to give a shout-out on this episode? And it could be the gaming industry or it could be your specific industry because I know you work uh, in music uh, Mm -hmm. specifically. But is there somebody you would like to give a shout-out who's a black voice?
1: Yeah, man. I'm going to do a couple. I don't have as long a list for as your it. boy yesterday, but uh, like just a little bit from, even from just our married to the games family. uh, We got our boy Devin Tyus at that ninja dev over at the PSVG family. uh, Delvin Cox from the Delvin Cox experience at Delvin underscore Cox. Um, my boy, Lim, Phil, y'all, he is heading up a thing called the Game-tographers. They focus on taking uh, pictures in-game. It's really, really cool. He squatted up with some people over at Game-tographers. And then these people don't know me, but I've been watching them for a little while. Uh, Black Girl Gamers over at Black Girl Gamers. Um, It's really cool to watch them just from their perspective. I think that every um, conversation needs to have women's voices. And uh, I think Black Girls sometimes get really overlooked when it comes oh. to a lot of things um, and gaming's one of them. So I love that black girl gamers are over there representing hard.
0: Awesome. 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 Uh, the second rotating segment i want to rotate into this episode is required reading of course you know uh every now and then there's a good article that's put out there that i think people everybody needs to go out there and read uh i want to i want to highlight this uh this article from jason schreier at bloomberg uh jason schreier of course put in the good work uh the name of the article is game publisher cancels contract with developer then tries to poach its entire team Um, Again, this is at Bloomberg. Uh, This is one of those ones where I wanted to include it as a news story, but it runs so deep and we only have so much time to to prep before Mm -hmm. the show that I wasn't able to uh, get it in or condense it in a way that would have made sense for the Roper Report. Um, But essentially, uh, the story goes into how three months after losing a deal with 2K, or not 2K, with Take-Two, Star Theory uh, Games went out of business. Uh, And just to read the first first paragraph of the article as a snippet, uh, so you know what you're getting into, right? The article reads in the first paragraph, one Friday evening last December, employees of game designer Star Theory Games each received the same unusual recruitment message over LinkedIn. It struck them as bizarre for two reasons. One, it came from an executive producer at the publishing company funding their next video game. Two, it said that it said the game in the works for the next for the for the previous two years was being pulled from their studio. Uh, it then goes on to yeah talk about how um, Star Theory Games, uh, which I believe is Kerbal space program uh, kind of com slash you're wrong if I'm if if I got that mistaken but I believe that's their game and how like things kind of went up in fire with that uh, between them and, and take two and so again that's on Bloomberg Jason Schreier of course putting in the good work check that out yeah. that is your required reading t- uh, for today there you go now it's time for kindofunnycom of slash you're wrong rewrite in let us know what we got wrong as we got it wrong uh, let's see Ball just writes in and says the price of the Micro Game Gear in yen equals forty five dollars. That's forty five dollars each for uh, for four classic Sega games on a tiny screen. Um, and then yeah, the ma- magnifying glass would be fifty dollars as well. Um, but yeah, I-, I believe I said earlier in the episode that yeah, if you want to get all four, um, like base- basically the whole package, right? The four different colors and the the magnifying glass, <laughs> which is ridiculous. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's $250 basically. So yeah, when you break it down, that's how, that's how that goes.
1: (laughs) I I like that $250. They say they're throwing in the magnified glass. Like, Hey bruv, if I'm paying $250, you need to throw in the magnifying glass regardless. Yeah. <laughs> the screen is tiny. Come on, baby. Uh, Jeff Grubb,
0: the, the homie, of course, um, who I believe he even like brought up this episode because we looked at his Twitter for the images of the second micro. Uh, he, re- he writes in a, to You're Wrong and says, uh, here's Fog Gaming details from a Japanese news site via Circan Toto. Uh, yes, Fog Gaming is the scoop. Uh, Sega. Sega will use arcades in Japan as the technical backbone. CPUs and GPUs housed in arcade machines are mentioned specifically. Uh, ultra low latency is touted. Uh, commercial idea to use arcades outside business hours. And I guess this is yeah a cloud gaming thing. So that is like the big news that is coming from uh Sega. There you go. Uh, yeah. let's see here. Going through. See some more. I'm looking for actual You're Wrong. <laughs> uh, nail just writes in and says, Star Theories, ga- Star Theories game is Kerbal Space Program, too. Thank you for that clarification. Um, mm-hmm. because it escaped me in the moment. That's it for slash You're Wrong. Uh, tomorrow's hosts are me and WWE. Xavier woods Yes, tune in, get hype get excited the commission is back and he's here and he i'm sure he has some words i'm sure he has some things to say uh he's he's gonna be here to lay down the law uh and also tomorrow you're gonna get if you're if you're a patron of kind of funny games uh the post show will feature as as of now as tentatively will feature greg and and, uh, xavier woods because i got a dip right after kind of Funny games daily tomorrow uh and so for the post show look forward to that um that's gonna be greg and xavier woods before we sign off, Gabe, again, uh uh once uh, uh first of all, thanks for coming through. Uh it's awesome thanks to have you always. Me. My gosh. Of course. I'm honored. Uh
1: and remind people where they can find your stuff. Oh man, marriedtothegames.com. Just go everywhere. MTTGcast cast on Twitter. I mean, we're all over the place. You know, you know how we do nowadays? Facebook, Dude, I, I Twitter, know exactly, how you do, man. Come on. Come on. We're all over the place. Check them out. And of
0: course, this That's been kind of funny games daily, each and every weekday live right here on Twitch.tv/slash kind of funny games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. We have a Patreon post show for those that are subbed at the silver level of Patreon.com/slash kind of funny games. So stick around for that. Otherwise, until next time, game daily. Pound it. Oh yeah. Yo, what's up? Welcome to the kind of funny games daily post show. Of course, this is June third, twenty twenty. I'm Blessing Andrew Junior. Joining me is Gabe Patillo. But You already know that because you watched the episode. Gabe, first of (laughs) all, how are you doing right now, man? It's really hot in my room. That's how I'm doing. (laughs) Because I have a space heater on for (laughs) some reason. Why are you doing (laughs) that? (laughs) You don't need a
1: space heater on. Come on, baby, it's summertime. bless Bless, it's like it's seventy five degrees in
0: like the (laughs) Bay Area right now. When I woke up it was cold and I was like, I just need my room to warm up a little bit. When did you wake up at like
1: four in the morning? (laughs)
0: I woke up at like six thirty because okay. I, I didn't have good sleep last night. But like, Ugh. it was one of those ones where I'm gonna—I was like, I'm gonna turn it on just when I go take my shower. So when I come back through, it's just like a decent temperature. Yeah, and I forgot nice to one. cut it off. And toward the end of Games Daily, I was like,
1: "Wow, I'm really sweating, <laughs> man. This is really getting to me." And I, I was like, "Oh I no, wait, you, my space heater's on." I saw you take your jacket off during the show. I was like, yeah, I, dude, man, I took it off real quick. Up in there. <laughs> dude,
0: it's been super hot uh, oh in here. well. having a space heater is not helping.
1: Exactly. Speaking of super hot, I got my kids playing super hot on VR every now and then. We, oh, really? They love it. Now, I'm not, you know, promoting kids in VR because I know they're not supposed to play until they're 12. So I might be telling it on myself. But every now and then, <laughs> because they watch somebody on YouTube play it or something like that, they were like, we want we want to try super hot. Have you ever heard of that? I was like, have I ever heard of it? I'm your That's father. <laughs> yeah, of course I've heard of it. So I get, I get him in. I get him. This is super hot every now and then. So it's funny watching my uh, five-year-old about to run into a wall trying to dodge a knife or something. Which, which VR are you rocking with? I'm rocking with both. So I, so I rock the PSVR, which you see in the in the background on video. And nice. then I've got the, uh, I think, actually, oh, no, my Oculus Quest is inside. Oh, so you got the Quest. Yes, 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 yeah, yes. Yeah. Dude, I, I, got I, the, I recently got
0: quest. the Quest, and that thing slaps. Um, Woo! I I, I booted it. up. It, I booted up um, uh, Superhot VR the other day, and,
1: like, man, it's so good. It's so good. It's, emotionally good. Yeah, it's so good. Here's the problem with VR. It's the coolest I've ever felt playing a game knowing that I look ridiculous to everyone else. Yes. Like, yes. But in the game, I'm like, I'm like, I feel like I'm Neo in that thing. Dude, but,
0: I so I, I I was just talking about that on uh, I was on podcast Beyond. And I know, I don't know if the episode's up yet, um, but we were talking about PSVR and we are talking about Beat Saber specifically because Beat Saber what? is that game for me. Where as you're playing Beat Saber, you feel like the coolest person in the world. Dude. You feel like you're, you feel like the dopest of all time. You can't but even like, tell you look at video of yourself. Exactly, like you can't tell me nothing, man. <laughs> yeah. But you look at yourself, you see a video. Because I, 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 when I was with OK Beast, I tried to do a, like a Patreon exclusive Let's Play for them. Yeah, uh, f- with me playing Beat Saber because mm-hmm. I love Beat Saber. And yes. yeah, it was one of those things where I was like, as I was doing, I was like, oh, I'm killing it right now, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting all these combos. And then I went back and watched the video, and I was like. Oh, I look like an idiot. I look like a cool. yeah. there's no, there's no possible way to look cool while playing. YouTuber. Yeah, unless like unless you're one of those YouTubers that like has the setup where you are in the game. Yeah, with the and you have yes, like that's there. the only that's way that's like
1: the only way to look cool. Only way. Um, you know what's funny about it too is like playing it on the quest. There's not a great way, in my opinion, to get the quest on the TV. And you're really the only one oh, no, yeah. having the experience with the sound. So the coolest you can look, I feel like, is playing it on PSVR or something where the TV can be on and the speakers are just blaring because the songs are oh, so good. Yeah. And then everybody yep. can kind of be enjoying it with you. But other than that, you go look like an idiot.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's one of those things where, like, I take pride in my Beat Saber skill. I take pride <laughs> in how good I am in that game. Like, I went and I, I perfected. Like, when they, when they, when they uh, released the Timbaland pack for the game. Yes. I went and I played played through all of them on. I want to say expert first, and like oh my one of them, one of one of them, I I hit a perfect on my first run, and over Are those things, where I was like, yeah. I sat back and I was like, I'm dope.
1: I'm dope. like, <laughs> that's like, <laughs> hey, ain't that like when you're at the you're at the gas station and you you hit that thing right on the double zeros? You like, boom, forty dollars. Yeah. Whoa! And you look no, around, but nobody's seen it. You're like, I landed right on forty dollars. Why's nobody yeah. impressed? Where's my prize? Like, where, yeah, like. So, like, is somebody going to come out? Like, where, like, where's Bob Barker? Is, Bob Barker is a- the Price and Right guy, right? Like, yeah, where is he? <laughs> yeah, where's the ring girl that's supposed to come out and hand me my prize? Like, hey, you won this blue ribbon for landing right on the double zero.
0: Exactly. But I can never, like, at a party where there's Beat Saber, like, I... I, I can't come out and be like, don't do that. Yo, don't do it. Um, dude, y'all just check me out real quick and come <laughs> yeah. here and hit a per. Like, even if I hit a perfect on expert, it's still not cool. Like, that's was that not sucks. Dope.
1: It's still not dope. And you know what that was for me growing up? Because you were a lot younger than me, but what that was for mm-hmm. me coming up was was uh, DDR Max. Yep. See, I was I a DDR know. kid. I loved D- Dance Dance Revolution. But you can't go to the arcade with your friends that don't really play video games and impress them on DDR. You just go look like an idiot. No, dude. As as soon as your hands grab the bar that's behind, that's behind you, it's over.
0: <laughs> like, there's no
1: way to look Yo, cool when you're grabbing the bars behind you, and you're doing like what looks like an Irish River dance. Like, no, it's, no, it's man, not working. It's not gonna happen. And you know, me and you as black folks, man, you know, <laughs> we, you know, what I'm saying we lose all kind of credibility when you freaking ace a DDR Max game, unless you exactly. know somebody who's really down i can't play ddr
0: in public for that reason it's, it's tragic exactly it's, i had the math at the crib
1: man i had the math at the crib I did you really invite people over yeah man on the ps2 maybe? that sounds about right
0: oh yeah did you did game. you ever did were you ever like the arcade person like did you ever go to the arcades to play ddr and ever like <laughs> no. be that person that people would gather around and watch as they're going <laughs> the on
1: the only time i would do that i was on this tour called festival Condios and Um, when we were traveling around where we would set up is mall parking lots. And so it was like a festival in the middle of a mall parking lot. And so, and that was uh, 17 years ago. And so, um, that's back when arcades were still on and popping. And so we would go into the arcade and me, and if I had some ladies with me, they was like, Hey, you all play some DDR. You're like, uh, yeah, you play with the ladies, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. But, of uh, but that was, that was the most in public DDR I would ever play
0: i i get it man like i i i understand it it's one of those things where I, I remember being in um in college like that was like the pop-off point for people like for um in our in our campus union uh downstairs right this is the illini union uh for people who might be listening and then go to the university of illinois <laughs> uh downstairs there's like a bowling alley and then they have like a couple of ddr uh machines and then this pool and all that stuff yep, but yep. i remember like i remember playing playing pool uh and like because me and my friends would go there all the time to play pool because that's like that was like our addiction uh for a yeah. while. And that was like the only thing to do in Champaign, Illinois. Um <laughs> but I just remember like the whole time while playing pool, hearing the stomps, right? He- hearing like the <laughs> like going on from yes. the other side of the room.
1: And I'm the like purple Man. arrows.
0: I like me personally as somebody who enjoys video games and as somebody who like who 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 loves that stuff. I'm like, man, yeah. I got so much respect for y'all. Like, y'all are killing it. Y'all are out here living <laughs> your best lives in public and not giving a giving fu- like not caring yeah, at all. Yeah, like, exactly. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to y'all.
1: Yeah, the guys with the freaking uh, sweatbands on their heads and oh on my their God. wrists, and they were just now, ready. They came in to do that with their short shorts and their you know Reeboks on. I was like, these jokers about to get it.
0: Have you rocked a sweatband yet playing Beat Saber? Because I've, I've had to do that. <laughs> like I've had I've, I've, I've reached the point where it's like, all right, it's time. Like my PS4 like, is getting disgusting.
1: My, I think part of the fight is getting that salt in your eyes and still being able to pull it off. You're doing it with one yeah. eye open. Uh, it especially sucks when you have glasses too. Like there's so much going on
0: underneath yep. that PSVR headset. Where it is like me with the glasses, with the headband, yeah. just sweating profusely, alone that's in my room, place. and I have the I li- I have the lights off in my room just so that the, the PSVR camera can de- can, uh, can detect the controllers better. And so like I just look I I know for a fact if anybody walks into my room at that moment I look like the biggest fool of all time. Yeah, um, exactly.
1: But it's great. <laughs> it's great. Oh my gosh, that's um, amazing. I just the picture of you with the headband and the glasses and sweat and glasses. just dripping <laughs> off your body. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like sweat like <laughs> peering beneath the headset, like just yeah. falling through. I want to picture uh, that I want I want to just imagine that you're only in your boxers as well. And that's what makes it even more amazing. I am if somebody shirtless. just walked I, in. I, I'm, I'm being I mean, honest, exactly. I'm shirtless, I'm shirtless. Yeah, I'm <laughs> shirtless during all this.
0: of course you are. <laughs> I am sure sh- I'm very shirtless sure, during during all this. Yeah. I do have on my sweatpants probably. And
1: you're singing along you're like, I'm a living yeah. legend. And you, exactly. <laughs> <you> <laughs> that because no so that <laughs> that's the hardest slap in that game. Exactly. I am I am a legend. I love that. Oh, Everybody, God. just go with me and envision blessing in his room with freaking three gold chains on for some strange reason. <laughs> a beat saber in the dark with a band on, no oh shirt,
0: looking like flavor flavor. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the greatest uh, kind of funny games daily post show uh, <laughs> for today, <laughs> June third, twenty twenty. I've been blessing. That's been Gabe Patillo. Go, uh, go over, follow oh. Mary to the Games (MTTG) cast on Twitter. Uh, show them love. Listen to the show. All that good stuff. They're great. Thanks again for joining me, uh, uh, <laughs> Gabe. This is Thank really good. Uh, until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.